It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, Bill Hemmer. Hemmer. He averaged a triple-double. And Chad Pergram. But here's the difference. He changed the game. Come together to share their top five greatest living athletes. Here are this week's hosts, Bill and Chad. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Bill Hemmer, host of the Hemmer Time podcast. And today I'm joined by my colleague, longtime friend Chad Pergram, congressional correspondent, Fox News Channel. How you doing, Chad? Good day to you, my friend. Hello. Good to have you, Bill, to uh, Cincinnati mm-hmm. area guys talking sports here today. Yes. Huh? See, I did say, well, this is the catch here, Chad. People <laughs> don't realize that we went to the same college. We grew up southwestern Ohio, so... I don't know. I think I might have an idea who some of your answers might be today. Right? Yeah, so, just maybe one a little or bit. two. Okay, we'll all right, stand we'll by. Here. So every week on the podcast, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities get together and share their top five on any given topic. So in 2021, the world begins its journey back to normalcy, we hope, from the COVID-19 pandemic. One of the early signs of this is the return of spectators to sporting events as patrons return to America's stadiums and arenas and fields and golf courses. We figure what better time than now to talk about, well, those that excel at the sports they play. So Chad and I are here. We have a list. Now, this is quite particular now. They are the five greatest living athletes. Okay. That, right. that, that is the category. Now, again, five greatest living athletes now i don't know they want us to go from five to one but i really didn't do that list but if you did it that way chad you begin yeah let, let's do let's do five to one here let's, okay but just give and, me one and then we'll talk and blah 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 that's right that's right and and uh you know i tried to you know put my list together based on sports i'm pretty familiar with and, and across an array sometimes it's easy to talk about people who play right now but as you say the the category here is living athletes so that doesn't mean they're playing right now uh-huh living athletes number five so i start with number five with bill russell Oh, Bill Russell from the Boston Celtics. I was not expecting that, sir. 11-time NBA champion, two-time NCAA champion with the University of San Francisco, the only other player who has 11 total league championships in any North American league is Henri Richard with the great Montreal Canadiens teams of the 50s and the 60s. And he was also, as good as Bill Russell was on the basketball court, he was also the player coach for the Celtics for about three, four years in the late 60s and also encountered tremendous racism while playing. You know, th- th- again, he was, you know, really the first African-American coach in any of the four major sports. People talk about Frank Robinson in baseball and so on. No, no, no. Bill Russell, you know, kind of broke the barrier there in the four major sports. Uh-huh. And so that's where I have to take, you know, look at Bill Russell, player coach, 11-time NBA champion. I mean, nobody comes close to that. You have to go to hockey for that with, as I said, Henri Richard. Twice won national championships with the University of San Francisco as well. That's pretty and, good. And, that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Now, I've got so some I've got some curveballs, okay? So yep. since yep. since you went Bill Russell, I'm going to go with the category of swimming. And I'm going to put Michael Phelps, obviously, in that category, and Mark Spitz. Uh-huh. I thought about Mark Spitz. 72 bit, games, actually. seven gold medals, never happened since, may never happen again. Do right. you debate that? No. And actually, you know, swimming is something I don't uh, follow closely, but I follow the Olympics. 
And I, I knew, you know, when I sort of became of age in the late 70s and paid attention to the Olympics, I knew about Mark Spitz mm-hmm. and knew about this, you know, his legacy from the 72 games. And then, of course, in, in the modern times here, of course, how Michael Phelps has built on that. Uh, I, I mean, really blew out of the water, if you pardon the expression, it, you know, Spitz in that, res- in that respect. Um, but that was where I was very careful in some of my picks here to go look across other sports. I, you know, swimming, I don't know about bowling, ah, right. bullet, you but know, you never think about swimming. Okay, so that's that's, right. one, that's one of my curveballs. All right, you continue. What's your next one? Okay, number four. Number four, Serena Williams. Okay, can't disagree with that. Keep yeah. going. Because much like much like uh, Spitz or much like Michael Phelps, completely dominates her sport. She's still active. Twenty three Grand Slams, only one person ahead of her. Twenty four Margaret Court, six U.S. Open titles tied with Billie Jean King, and she's still playing. And you know her ranking is lower now. She's down to about number eight worldwide. But you know for years there, she just completely dominated the sport. Yeah, so that's yeah, where I, I, I agree with that. Years. So that was my wild card category was tennis. And I thought about Serena. I thought about Rod Laver. I think a lot of people would yeah. argue he's probably the greatest tennis player of all time. I put Bjorn Borg on my list. Mm-hmm. Bjorn five Borg, Wimbledon. five straight yeah. Wimbledon titles, remarkable stuff. But that's a wild card category. Does it, it doesn't count here? I went with a tie in basketball. Are you ready? Okay, surely. Michael Jordan. You can guess uh-huh. that, right? How about Oscar Robertson? The big O. The big from O from Cincinnati. He aver- Cincinnati. He averaged a triple double. Now you turn on ESPN and they talk, they give these highlights and these guys are great and they're saying he just missed a triple double if he only had one more assist. Oscar Robertson averaged a triple double as a pro. Next, and if go. I'm not and and if I'm not mistaken, that was not even a a concept. That was not even a, a statistic at the time. And years later, when they put that in, they said, "Oh, look what the Big O did." You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You are correct. Okay. All right, next number three. So my next one is also in basketball, but kind of in the same way here. Dr. J. If you don't have Dr. J, you don't have Dominic Wilkins. If you don't have Dominic Wilkins, if you don't have Dr. J, you don't have Michael Jordan, you don't have LeBron James. Now, he played in the ABA and the NBA, and the whole term posterized, you know, they posterized somebody on a dunk, that comes from Dr. J. Again, the idea that, that you, oh, the guy comes down the court and does some big sweeping dump. And, and what's interesting about Dr. J is that he is known for particular plays. You know, people will talk about people being known for particular games or a particular series. They can talk about particular plays that he had. There was one in the 80 finals where he he looped up around behind the the, the bas- the, he was behind the backboard and actually laid it in with a crazy finger roll. Um, there was another time in, in 83 against the Los Angeles Lakers, dunked on Michael Cooper. I mean, he took off about from a, the half-court line, Yeah, frankly, do you uh, think Dr. J was better than Michael Jordan? But here's the difference. He changed the game. And what he did also is the ABA merged with the NBA in the late 70s. There uh-huh. were some very yes. good players in the ABA, Artis Gilmore, George Gervin, but he brought them together and popularized the NBA. To, to you know, you, again, it set the table mm-hmm. for what we think of the NBA today. Okay, all right, Chad. That's so that's you, my argument. That's there. why you do your job. You know, you know the history, right? I mean, off right. the top of your head. Okay, I got three more categories. You ready? Okay. Uh, curveball. Yep. <clears throat> 1976 Montreal gold medal decathlon. Caitlyn Jenner. You know that was one that I thought about. And, you know, again, if you grew up in, again, in the late 70s, I remember being in gym class. And, you know, at that point, you know, on every, uh, you know. Caitlyn Jenner 
did yes. everything. She did everything better than any other athlete in the world to win yeah. gold medal and did it by a mile. I mean, if you're not under the age of 40, you probably don't even realize that what Caitlyn Jenner did in 1976 set a gold standard for American athletes. That's and my argument. And was on Wheaties boxes and everything. Yeah, and hell yes. yeah. The countdown continues after this. Precise, personal, powerful. It's America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Number two. Now we're back to Cincinnati, the Queen uh-huh. City. I know where you're going. Peter Edward Rose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Led the league in hits at age 40 when he played with Philadelphia. He has 4,256 career hits, Bill. If you got, and it's rare, you know, there, there's maybe two or three players a season who get 200 hits a year. If you got 200 hits a season for 21 years, you would still be 56 hits behind Pete Rose. Mm-hmm. And you know what's the amazing stat about Pete? It's how many at-bats he had. 14,053. He's almost 1,000 at-bats ahead of Carl Yastrzemski. He went to the plate more times than anybody else, and I was there and scored the game, mind you, September 11th, 1985, when he broke Ty Cobb's record, 4,192 hits. Wow. That's great. Um, September 11th, right? Yeah. Yeah, off of Eric Schau. So did you know that on September 10th, a young William Hemmer organized a field trip for his fraternity from Oxford, Ohio, to take a school bus to Riverfront Stadium, 40 guys, <laughs> we sat on the first base side in the lower red, as you remember from Riverfront Stadium, there was uh-huh. a lower red and an upper red, and Pete Rose was one hit away from the record, and he went 0 for 4. Mm-hmm. I was there. You know, I was you know there. A- Chad, I organized the <laughs> I picked a date two months in advance that I thought would work to see 42, sorry, 4192. And he went 0 for 4. He got it the next night when you were there. I believe it was a Monday or a Tuesday night. Yeah, and in right. his and- first at bat. And I too put Pete Rose into my second to last category. Maybe not arguably not a great athlete, but the best baseball player of all time. Continue. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what's the funny thing about about Rose and that uh, how we got tickets? A guy lived down the road from us. And again, this is up in northern Butler County, north of Cincinnati. Had about 25 tickets. Just said, gave to my dad, said, here's 25 tickets to a game. We took the entire Edgewood High School soccer team. I went to Edgewood High School to that game. And I remember we had a game the night before, the game that you went to. Uh-huh. And as soon as the game was over, we got out. Turned on the radio, and I was the only time I was glad that Pete Rose did not get a hit. Correct. I heard, I heard his last at bat oh, on the radio. <laughs> Son of a gun. Pergram's got me again. Number. 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 Number one. All right, we got one last category here. Uh, would you like to begin, sir? Sure. Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Better than better, in a season. Better than Bobby Hall? You see, when you look at the sheer numbers, see, this is where I, I kind of tried to balance my list about numbers, which we talked about with Rose and things, to also how somebody changed the game with Julius Irving or Bill Russell or something like that. He had 200 points in a season. You only play 82 games in a season. 
200 points in a season. No other player has ever come that close to get getting 200 points, let alone he did it four times. Most points, most assists, most goals. Scored 92 goals in a, in a, in a season. Nine-time MVP, won the Hart Trophy. And, again, changed the sport a little bit here when he was traded from the legendary Edmonton Oilers teams to the Los Angeles Kings in 1988. Of course, they played hockey in the United States, but he brought Hollywood to the sport uh-huh, uh-huh. through that. All Changed right. the sport in North America. Right on, man. I agree with that. Number 99. Well done, Chad. Last category for me, golf. Okay. Ben Hogan, certainly. Jack Nicholas, you bet. Arnold Palmer, absolutely. But no one has brought the level of emotion and attitude to the sport like Tiger Woods. Yes. <clears throat> and again... Change the sport. Yeah, I think I th- again. Oh, you do agree? Sport. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I know I do. Absolutely. He he, I, he he does. And again, so you so what you're saying is that your litmus test for all these categories was who changed the game to some degree. Yes. I like that, and also the like sheer that. numbers. Yeah. And and if you think about this, you know, when Woods was in the accident a few months ago, just how much attention those of us in the news business gave that. You know, that tells you a lot, right yeah. there about how significant. You know, he was as yeah. a player and still is. I yeah. tell you what, um, I hope he is able to play again. I will tell you, Chad, after cracking a small bone in my left ankle, I'm not so sure. Because <laughs> yeah. I, th- th- this, this man, whether he knows it or not, is going to feel his right ankle every morning he gets out of bed for the rest of his life. It's going to be a very difficult recovery when you're talking about screws and pins and plates inside of your leg. And then trying again to take the force of your golf swing back along your right leg and then proceeding forward. The only silver lining I see as a right-handed golfer, which Tiger Woods is, is that his follow-through ends up on his left ankle and not his right. I hope, I hope we see him again someday. So that's my list. You can speak to that better than I can because I don't golf. I know he had some back issues. Uh Listen, I like the way you approach this. I was going for the curveballs in history and you went for the category for who changed the game. Well done, Chad. Indeed. Well, this was a lot of fun, Bill. Thank you and thank you to everybody for listening and please subscribe, rate, review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or at foxnewspodcast.com and let us know your top five You've been listening to Fox Top 5 on the Fox News Podcast Network with Bill Hemmer. I'm Chad Perkins. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.